Hello and welcome to another episode of I'll Tell You a Tale. I'm your host, Nathan Westoff, and this week we have the second chapter to our Tale of Terrible People. Happy Thanksgiving to those of you that are in the United States and celebrate it. Moving into this holiday will not affect our upload schedule at all. We're still going to have this episode come out today, and we are going to have our second episode of Space and Sorcery come out this Friday. Stay tuned for that. A few quick things before we jump into the episode. I really wanted to thank our first patron on Patreon. Ethan, thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Your support means more than you will ever know. If you want to join Ethan on our Patreon, you can find it at www.patreon.com slash We're also all over the place. Check it out. We are now in the second week of our special three-week launch period. For the first three weeks that we are up, we are going to be releasing two episodes a week. We released two last week. We will release two this week. And to next week but if you support us on patreon you have access to all six of those episodes right now i don't want to waste too much of your time though so let's jump in to the second chapter of a tale of terrible people i hope you all enjoy it so very much A Tale of Terrible People Chapter 2 Arun should be given credit for his intelligence. It wasn't until both Zan and Barakas were in a closed room, surrounded by soldiers, that he asked for their weapons. Even then, Barakas almost started another tavern brawl. Try and take it. See how many limbs you have tomorrow. You're going into a cell. You nearly killed two people with your bare hands, and you want us to leave you with a greatsword? Arun is flabbergasted. Yes, and it just so happens that what I want and what you are going to do are the same thing, Barakas sneers. You're a little outnumbered here, if you can't tell, Arun retorts. I was outnumbered in the inn. And you got a dagger plunged into your back. For fuck's sake, man. Four thugs are much different than six armed soldiers. Arun's voice cracks slightly. My new friend is a sorcerer. He healed me at the inn and will call on his magics if you try to take my blade. I am not, and I will not, Zan says, handing over his unstrung bow. Thank the gods, a man of reason. Arun nods and passes Zan's bow over to another soldier. The man carefully wraps the weapon in leather and takes it into another room. I don't think I like you anymore, Barakas grumbles more to himself than anyone else. He slides the heavy blade from his back. It's too unruly to draw from its scabbard. Instead, the blade and scabbard come from his back in one piece. He glares at Arun, then hands it over. If anything happens to this sword, 
No number of soldiers will keep you safe from me. You act as if it's your child. It will be fine and return to you tomorrow. Arun snatches the blade before Barakas can change his mind. Thanks for nothing. Barakas shifts his glare to Zan. When are we going to see Duvrain? Zan says, blatantly ignoring Barakas. I'll have one of his attendants pass a message on to him. In the morning. That won't do. Zan's reply is almost immediate. Barakas bristles with the intent of joining in on any fight that breaks out. What would you have me do? Arun laughs. Tell him that Zan Duskbow has come to seek recompense for the death of his tribe. Tell him I need to know where the Black Beast is. I intend to kill it. Zan's eyes never leave Arun's. Me? At this hour of the night, walk into a room with one of the most powerful men in the entire empire and tell him to come talk to a man I brought in from a tavern brawl? Arun questions. If that is what it takes, get in the cell. I'll see what I can do. Zan steps forward, and Barakas deflates, but follows Zan into the cell. Arun shakes his head in disbelief and leaves the room. Barakas paces in the cell, and in a few moments, the rest of the guards filter out of the room. Who the fuck is Duvrain anyway? Barakas's question is abrupt. I have business with him. Damn and fuck! I figured as much! Barakas roars. Business enough to walk us both into a cell. I saw that shot and how you pulled that dagger out of thin air. We could have taken a few guards, or jumped this Arun and left him in an alley. We could have slept, well, anywhere but a fucking jail cell. Zan's response is curt. I've slept in worse places. You don't have many friends, do you? I'll remind you, we were both drinking alone. Barakas laughs. You're frustrating, but funny. Provided you don't shoot me with too many arrows, we might just get along. Is your business with Dufresne the sort that pays well? I've always thought I should be richer than I am. It isn't, and it's private. Suit yourself. I can tell you're tight-lipped. You'd best hope we're not left alone too long. I don't handle boredom well, Barakas growls. You saw me hand over my bow. Did you see them take my dagger? Barakas chuckles. Frustrating, but funny. It's there in that prison cell, where the two men who have been alone for so long find comfort, if not friendship, in each other's presence. The night draws on, and one of the two torches lighting the room sputters out. Barakas keeps the silence of the night away with soft snores. There, in the semi-dark, semi-quiet prison cell, Zan waits with his fists clenched. Early in the morning, just as the guards outside the door mutter greetings and change shifts, a man walks into Zan and Barakas's semi-quiet room. He is tall, and his shoulders are broad, despite the evident age showing in his gray hair and leathered skin. His face is full of strong lines and sternness. He has only one eye. The other is a knotted mess of scar tissue, and the scar continues down his face, 
stretches from his empty eye socket down past his jaw. Dusk, bow. His voice is the sound of a whetstone on steel. I do recognize the name. Zan is somewhere in between the elven meditation and consciousness when he senses the man's entrance. Duvrain? He rises to his feet. Barakas's snoring ceases. I would ask how you knew where I was. Bite dust and die. I want your head on the floor. Duvrain tuts in an almost motherly way. Then his voice hardens. Answer. This word is coated in venom, woven with magic, and Zan feels his voice pulled from his mouth. A dozen dead messenger birds, a few drunken officers. I've been looking for you for some time. And what is it that you want? Where is the Black Drake now? I want to kill it. I want your help. Because of you, my tribe is dead. You owe them. Because of me? Because of me, you foolish child. It was your tribe who holds the blame. They were meant to stay vigilant, to remain ready. And when called to fulfill their ancient duty... They failed. I had to step in. I had to push back that evil bitch. I am the reason you are alive. I am the reason hundreds of thousands of innocent people still draw breath. Through my will and strength alone, I hold this empire together. Do not lecture me on what is owed. Silence. I know where Viormel is, and as much as it would please me to send an arrow at her throat, you would die. Do not underestimate me. I am talking. Prove you are worthy. Prove you are strong, unlike your tribe. I'll give you the information you want then, and only then. When you have it, you can do with it what you will. Durain turns to leave. Wait, what do you mean? Stop, come back. Zan's cries are ignored. He paces the cell grips the bars and strains. He yells. Only when his breathing slows does Barakas speak. That man was a prick. Remember my dagger. Just saying. I know a prick when I see one. You haven't a clue. It's hours later when the door opens again. Another man enters. He has orc blood. He's cleanly shaven but for an impressive mustache. His tusks are visible, but not overbearing. He is the major in charge of the fort. His name is the fort's name. The general tells me you're looking for work. 
Hello and welcome to another episode of I'll Tell You a Tale. I'm your host, Nathan Westoff, and this week we have the second chapter to our Tale of Terrible People. Happy Thanksgiving to those of you that are in the United States and celebrate it. Moving into this holiday will not affect our upload schedule at all. We're still going to have this episode come out today, and we are going to have our second episode of Space and Sorcery come out this Friday. Stay tuned for that. A few quick things before we jump into the episode. I really wanted to thank our first patron on Patreon. Ethan, thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Your support means more than you will ever know. If you want to join Ethan on our Patreon, you can find it at www.patreon.com slash tale. We're also all over the place. Check it out. We are now in the second week of our special three-week launch period. For the first three weeks that we are up, we are going to be releasing two episodes a week. We released two last week. We will release two this week and to next week but if you support us on patreon you have access to all six of those episodes right now i don't want to waste too much of your time though so let's jump in to the second chapter of a tale of terrible people i hope you all enjoy it so very much thank you so much for listening to that episode of i'll tell you a tale i have been your host and author nathan westoff Thank you so much for listening. If you guys want to stop by and follow us on Twitter, you can find us at ITYATale on Twitter.com. You can also check out our website at www.ityatale.com. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash ITYATale or send us an email at ITYATale at gmail.com. I hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed producing it, and I will see you in the next episode.